0: Thanks for tuning in to the Spoken World podcast, here to bring you interesting guests from the world of education, children and all things drama related. I'm your host, Saliha Agbaje, founder and creative director of Spoken World Productions. We're a theatre and education organisation for children. We expand the minds of children using performing arts, And it's our mission to tackle social issues through working with children in schools using sociodrama, mindfulness and creativity. Hello and welcome to Spoken World Podcast. Today we have our wonderful guest, Nikki Green. She's a teacher, an entrepreneur, she's a YouTuber, and she is amazing. You're absolutely going to love her. We are going to deep dive into the psychology and drama and creativity and all things arty. Tell the listeners who you are, what you do. And um, yeah, let's get to know you a little bit.
1: I'm Nikki Boone And uh, first and foremost, I'm a mother of six. Well, between me and my husband, we have six children. And I'm a primary school teacher uh, for early years. And I never thought that I wanted to work in early years because when I trained, I trained for ages five to 11. And then um, I, I, I tried out earlier and I was like, nope, this is not for me. And then I did <laughs> it again later on in my practice and I absolutely loved it. Wow. And yeah, this is, this is where I'm at. Love just you know, that beginning age where mm. everything is new. So, yeah, I mean, I've uh, worked in many different fields. I've done youth work for a number of years before I became a qualified teacher and I run uh, my own company, Young Elites. Where we um, work to empower the lives of young people um, through various means. At the moment, we're doing mainly tutoring, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's me really.
0: Wow, that's really child-focused. I mean, in a nutshell. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, in a nutshell, but it's really it's really child-centered. That's uh, you know a huge
1: like part that. of yeah. your life. Mm. Very much so. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Obviously, you know, children are the future and all of that.
0: And, and all of um, <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, at some point, our lives are going to be in their hands.
0: I know. How scary <laughs> is that,
1: actually? <laughs> no, if, if, you know, if um, they have the right support, then it, it won't be so scary it shouldn't be hopefully
0: <laughs> hopefully but that's um that's a really interesting thought like what is the right support in your opinion how can we get that right it sounds a bit selfish for us to say that we need to get it right because the end products will be there looking, looking after, after us, us. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but it, isn't it the truth <laughs> <laughs> but not just ask the world you know um and how can we get it right well do you know what as a parent speaking from a parent's point of view I feel like you don't know until they're grown. <laughs> you really don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I think we were having this discussion the other day. We are talking, myself and my husband were talking about um, trauma. Mm. And um, he that's an area that he's reading up on in the moment. And it's really trying to just get more of an understanding. And, you know, he's saying, so any, anything can kind of cause that kind of trauma. How do you know that you're not causing some, just little little things by telling your child no at some point, oh, is that mm. trauma? <laughs> do you know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm, um, mm. So, I mean, we do our best most of the time, you know, we're trying to guide them. In terms of what it is, it's being supportive, it's being there for them, I, in my opinion, listening to them, but also it's about taking care of you and there was a point in my life, I think, where I realised, um, I, I went through some things and I realised I had, I had to be whole. I had to be really kind of settled within myself mm. for, for my children to even, for them to be okay. Mm, so, mm, yeah, so it's, uh, I, I had a moment where my, ma- my mantra was, it's all about me. And not in mm. a selfish way, but I kind of had to build myself. Mm. And then when, I'm, when you're okay your children will be okay you can show them that love that um that uh, you know just yeah you can give them your almost everything yeah and still be okay <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so, it's, there, there's, it's so a lot, true. there's a lot um, there's a lot you know it's not it's not the easiest thing to do They're, like they say there's no manual no
0: you're right <laughs> It's not the easiest thing to do and it does, I suppose, you know, you, thinking about trauma, it does make you think because, you know, Brene Brown, I like, um, I like her work, I follow some of her pieces and she's um, um, someone, a thought leader. Um, she's a lecturer and she also has a podcast as well. And, um, she's somebody that has really evaluated trauma and studied trauma and also vulnerability. And it makes me think that oftentimes we are um, as, as, as women, as, um, as leaders in the homes, when we're kind of shepherding the children and when you're a teacher in the classroom, you're shepherding those children as well. It's difficult to be vulnerable. Um, it's difficult mm-hmm. to kind of allow yourself to be seen as vulnerable as well, um, for fear that you you do open yourself up to trauma. <laughs> <Is> That's kind <laughs> of <laughs> the situation. You know, we all know that if you're a teacher that goes in as a mm-hmm. substitute teacher into mm-hmm. the classroom and they kind of sniff you out they sniff out (laughs) weakness we all know that. (laughs) they sniff it out and they will attack so you leave yourself open to that kind of vulnerability Mm. that's a that's a difficult field
1: you mentioned something about uh, about being a woman and being viewed as you know but you didn't mention the word weak which is what came to my mind sometimes you might be viewed as weak but Mm. I feel that for once not as a supply going in, you couldn't, you, you have to kind of, you know, game face, you know, yeah, <laughs> you're going strong. But I do also think, maybe not so much in the classroom, you know, every day is, you know, great, yay. But I think that sometimes, particularly in, at home, it's important for children to see sometimes, not when you're like sobbing and you're like, ah, <laughs> not like that, but <laughs> that, that, that you do sometimes get sad, things do affect you and then mm-hmm. for them to see that you come out of it you haven't held Mm. on to that you have Mm. you found a way through because then they know that that's a natural process yeah and they can maybe you can show them strategies to overcome yeah Um, far too often I think we try to shield our children from all of that so then they they think that one we are just superwomen. I mean we are (laughs) <laughs> yes we are yes, but we even are. but even superwomen have their moments when they feel sad and they feel mm. you know they they need they 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 need something mm. and it's i think it's okay for once you've got that relationship developed with your children when they're a bit older you know not to cry upon their shoulder every 10 minutes because that's a lot for them mm. to burden but mm. for them to see that yes yeah, sometimes I am sad but it's yeah. okay because tomorrow I'll be happy it's okay yeah. I'm gonna work through this you know
0: mm. Mm. yeah mm-hmm. so, what are some of your favorite practices just so that you can kind of work through those difficult times those things that you might actually share with your children be it your class or your own children where you say Gosh, Um, that was a tough day, but I managed to get through because I did A, B or C.
1: Singing. So (laughs) I sing um, if I'm singing really loud. Like really loud, you know that I was really angry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was really upset. Oh, I'm really happy. I mean it depends on both that spectrum. Um it depends what I'm singing. That's, singing. That's, that's when you'll really know it depends what the song is. Is she uh... happy singing? Is she angry singing? <laughs> but it's it's that um expression, letting go of that energy, getting it out. Mm you know mm. uh, so sometimes I sing I, I have been known to be in the park which is just across the way from me and people can hear me in the block. oh my <laughs> must goodness think, they must think I'm crazy they must do but I'm just singing and it doesn't sound angry they wouldn't know particularly mm. but mm. I, I it's a way of expressing um so that's a, that's a nice one um mm. <laughs> the children aren't going to take this but cleaning yeah you you women know what I'm talking about out we there know. cleaning
0: it's therapeutic isn't <laughs> that deep it
1: deep clean it's funny because it's a cleanse
0: mm, it's mm, a mm.
1: cleanse and once your space is kind of clear then your mind can be a little bit clearer and a bit calmer so mm. yeah it, yeah that that one um but for me I really love I'm I'm not great yet at Sitting and meditating because my mind Mm. wanders too much, but there are different forms of meditation. You can do that in your exercise and all sorts of things. But Mm. I love to visualize, though. I do like visualization. Ah. Mm. That's one that I work with the children. So that whole just kind of imagining that white light just kind of rising up from your feet and covering you all over to your head and being inside of a bubble and you put your emotion or that, that. or whatever it is inside that bubble and then you visualize it just drifting away drifting away drifting away drifting away and um, it's so amazing because again at that point in life I mentioned where I was just kind of re trying to rebuild myself um I had one of those moments and I was sharing a bedroom at the time with uh, my second youngest he was in his cot he was sleeping and I did that visualization technique and I was just there and I really put that not just the thought but the emotion and everything inside this bubble obviously metaphorically but yes. i could visualize it and i sent it away and you send it with love you say go away and you watch it float away and as i released that energy the baby who was sleeping went yay it oh,
0: no. was so amazing
1: it was no. so amazing and i was just like yeah <laughs> oh
0: my goodness
1: <laughs> so wow. yeah so that that uh, has worked for me in the past and that emotion actually had left that energy I I dealt Mm -hmm. with it in some sort of form yes so that is one that is simple to do with the children
0: I love that
1: yeah
0: I love that and do you find that the children are receptive to this kind of activity do they sit quietly do they are they are they connected I mean how old are they they're three and
1: four so with them they they like um I haven't tried it with the three and four year olds um I've tried that with slightly older children so Mm. six seven that kind of age Mm, brilliant yeah um three and four year olds obviously you know they 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 want to be a bit more active so they love they love yoga they they do love yoga yes they
0: they love yoga
1: and (laughs) um you know you can do little things with them so uh, because you can make it so playful, and they mm-hmm. don't know that they're doing yoga. They're just being a tree or stretching <laughs> yeah. up and being down a seed, downward dog. Down with dog. <laughs> look at the names already; it lends I itself know. straight for it. You know, it's like, oh, look, you're a seed. Oh, I'm going to water you now, girl. a <laughs> <the> tree. <laughs> yes. it's such a fun yeah, yeah, and they love it. So um, that's a good one for them. And then, you know, later on, they can, you can say to them, you know, well, this is what it is and Mm -hmm. you can do it at this time. And, you know, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. That's one I
1: found really, um, really works with them just to kind of keep them active, but keep them calm.
0: Yes. Keep (laughs) them grounded. I love that. I love that the messages are are in the movements because the younger they are, the more physical they are, yes. and they want to be able to take something away. And actually, when it's memorable, they're more likely to, you know, to do it again and again, yeah. even outside of the space that you shared yes, with them. Yes, exactly, and we'll see them yeah. um, practice yeah. with their
1: friends and things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
0: that that really resonates well with me. That's something that we love to do at SWP. Just kind of gives them that message, and then see and hear about how yeah that's wonderful
1: um
0: one of my favorites is to um when there's a little bit of anger or sadness Mm -hmm. mainly anger i would say with five-year-olds four-year-olds and upwards just for them to actually look out at um, a cloudy sky or even a clear sky and Mm -hmm. just blow just blow the anger away Mm -hmm. blow those clouds away Blow the clouds away, and they just kind of end up obviously just expelling all of the negativity that they're feeling, all that pent up hot anger and the hot mm-hmm. air that they've got in their bodies, and just blow it away. and The visualization of clouds moving across the sky, and obviously, when you do look, clouds are already moving across the sky anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's- <laughs> yeah, I've
1: got one like that for you. So, you just made <laughs> me think of two things actually. Um, one the first thing I was going to say about that is, um, it's really good that we're able to at a young age get them to identify where that is in the body where are you mm. feeling that because mm. it actually is an energy you feel that when you're angry you feel that in your chest or your stomach or wherever and later on if you hold on to that that does create disease you know mm. and it's, it's funny because it's this ease is the word that's a very raster thing they like to break words apart but <laughs> but it makes a lot of sense it does make sense i'm not raster <laughs> but they say these things and it does make sense you're just like yeah anyway so it's good for them to be able to feel that and then you know you you say something that doesn't feel good do do you like that feeling and they don't Mm. they don't like Mm. it so let's let it go and you're like you say blow it away and the clouds go but that led me to a second thing so my daughter I hope she doesn't listen to this now <laughs> <laughs> um she had a cup in her room she's a very messy girl sometimes and I was like what is this cup why is this here and she said oh i think it was like a worry cup almost like the amygdala bottle These uh-huh. is what schools are telling schools are teaching these children amygdala mm. it's a part mm. in your brain mummy and i'm like oh, okay they're teaching me mm. anyway it. but she had this cup and in the cup it had water and paper and she said to me, yeah, so I put the paper in the water and those are my worries. And if it um, dissolves slowly, yeah, that means that the problem wasn't a big one. And I was just like, yeah, but I didn't say it to her because obviously mm. it's a strategy she's using. But I'm like... Yeah, but obviously it's going to, it's just water. The paper's not going to disintegrate. What's going to happen to this? The paper's just going to stay there. Sitting <laughs> so, on top of the water. So the, the paper's just in the water. And if it doesn't kind of like, I don't know, break up into pieces and like, you know, then the problem was just a small problem. Okay. And I was like, uh, well, hmm. okay. okay. It worked okay. for her. It works for I, her. So I, isn't not, that
0: the main thing that <laughs> actually it's a technique that is working for exactly her exactly
1: that exactly that and if you can find a thing and it's working for you and yeah then you know obviously there are some times that there are things that you actually have to deal with but really and truly maybe it was a very small problem so it was small enough for her to just put in a piece of paper and watch disappear <laughs> over I the last
0: that brings me on to my next question, actually, in that um, what are some of the techniques you hope to um, that maybe are implemented in the future? Maybe some that you don't know can be used for the meantime, but perhaps would be useful in the future in schools.
1: Um, that's interesting because I am feeling like if I don't know it I don't know it so I don't know I mean things that I maybe do that yeah because sometimes yeah sometimes you know you
0: think "Mm, I don't think really this year group would be ready for that or Mm. you know it might be too complex or just too out there you know sometimes you think this is something that I just know would definitely work but I don't think the school system as we know it would be ready Mm. to you know to adapt to that is there anything that you feel that way
1: about? I just think that well-being in itself is has been taken on in schools recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something that probably would would have you know should have should have happened sooner, mm-hmm. um, and particularly now when the children are going back, um, there there has been talk about socialisation of the children and making sure you know that they're okay, um, looking at the safeguarding and their well-being. So there's talk of this. Um, And I'm I'm really hoping that it's not just talk and it's not just a one-week thing.
0: Mm. Because
1: um, so what I would like to see is more like everyday, like mindfulness or uh, some sort of... And it's it's things that are done, but just not consistently. Ah, So, you know, um, little circle times or... Yoga times, or just a mindfulness time of the day. You yeah. know, <laughs> to yeah. something where it could be in the morning, it could be at the end of the day, it could be at lunchtime, do it, you know, but mm. a point where they practice something that just kind of gets that out. And you know what? It doesn't even have to be a full group thing. It literally could be something that interests them, because as we were saying, meditation doesn't have to be in the form of sitting still and just focusing Mm. meditation is being focused on an activity and being so absorbed and engaged in it so Mm. it would be nice to see it would be a moment where children have that thing that they would like to do and they're able Mm. to sit there for 20 minutes or so Mm. and just be in the zone yeah that would that would be a thing that would be um, a thing
0: definitely. that would
1: be a thing but um probably too tricky right now to I think it would be very beneficial right now because mm. even in that moment it'd be a chance to just maybe engage with them on a one-to-one because mm, uh, mm, mm. there's going to be some children that really do want to be able to talk to somebody mm. um, but we'll we'll see how that goes we'll because, see yeah, I suppose yeah yeah Because I I think everyone is very much aware that right now they need it. And their children are resilient. They are very resilient, you know. They'll just get on. on. Mm. But, you know, there's been a lot happening. We don't really know how it's impacted on them, how, you know... How they've been taking all of this information in, how they how they feel, seeing all these people with masks all of a sudden walking around them, you know, people aren't touching, people are walking away from each other when they're on the street and things like that. How is mm. that actually being internalised by the younger ones, mm. you know?
0: Mm, it's tricky it's actually it's really really tough and there are questions that will come up that actually I wonder how um schools will or the government even expect us to respond to to these questions there'll be natural questions that children have
1: Mm.
0: um just about the changes and about how they're expected to behave and I just wondered how um how you felt maybe senior management could support teachers on ground a bit more um if there's more that they can do to prepare teachers for these things that will crop up with kids um because naturally this is going to you know play a major role also in your mental well-being as Mm. you know as educationalists what Mm -hmm. what's expected
1: i think um children are so unpredictable so you can never <laughs> you're never mm. going to be prepared for what they're going to say to nope. you um and at the school that I'm at at the moment they have been uh quite supportive in in the fact that you know they gave people time to just kind of prepare they've spoken uh, they've just you know said to us you know we have to remember some children may have had bereavements within the family during this time so you know we've got a few days ahead where like off time off timetable days where they can just be a bit freer with the children and allow the children to have fun Mm. and then you know giving them time to then talk about if they would like to anyway about Mm. their time away um so and in terms of the the adult's well-being um well where I'm at we have well-being week every term and okay. they, they really they really try they do try it's funny you can't please everybody because people will still no. complain ah, what's this but they do little <laughs> things like you get to go home early that week uh which is funny because my daughter said to me oh so if they're letting you go home early in well-being week, that means that they know going home at the time that you go home is not good for your well-being. Of course. And that's <laughs> that's the logic behind it. <laughs> and I didn't even see it like that. I was just like, oh look, we get to she goes, Oh, so they know then. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're being rewarded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for something that really could just happen, really, couldn't it? No. Absolutely. Oh dear. So, I mean, it helps that for the children and for teachers if they don't have that added pressure of mm. results-based, well, they're still results-based, but the exam pressure's not on. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, that, that wouldn't have been good for anybody.
0: No, it wouldn't have worked, really. <laughs>
1: no, it wouldn't. So I'm, I'm glad the government's have seen that. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you know, so.
0: What's, think, um? Sorry.
1: That's okay, go
0: on. What's, um, what's the way that you um, measure moods, mood levels with your class and how do you measure the impact of, you know, things going on within the classroom?
1: <laughs> I have learned, I suppose, must have been learned, to be very emotionally aware. So children, particularly in nurseries, is easy because mm. um, because, you know, if they get very hyper, you're like, okay, so you need to go run. <laughs> <laughs> Simple you Hopefully need to go. Running. Because there's a lot of the time when they're doing certain things and people are thinking they're being naughty. No, they're not being naughty. They're just exploring in a way that you probably would prefer them not to. Mm. Um, if my activities are out and they're not at the table at the activities and they're trying to run around the classroom, clearly the activities I put out is not engaging them. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm mm, going to have to revise that. or they've just had enough now it's time to go outside
0: Mm. and as
1: much as I have a timetable and it's one of the reasons I love early years as well because I'm able to be flexible like that okay you know in the other um year groups um if if then having an off day or something or because it happens with them too it could just even with us sometimes Mm -hmm. you just no, it's just not the time for that thing it's mm. just not and I understand we have deadlines and we have uh, schedules and we have all of these things but sometimes it's like you're fighting against the grain
0: yeah but
1: in the other years you have to kind of plod on through Mm. in early years I can throw out that book and say right great we're not doing that today because the children looked out the window and I don't know there was a bee so they want to talk about the bee. (laughs) we're going to talk about the bee (laughs) okay and they're still (laughs) learning something but
0: absolutely
1: and and this is the beauty of uh, the beauty of early years um so it's really kind of uh child led you're following their cues you can you get to know your children and like at the moment like I said I have six children at home but I have 20 in class I have 26 children and I I very much view when I'm working with them that they're my children too Yeah, you know so I just have and you get to know them so you will know and you will see when they're a little bit off and mm. you just, you just ask them you know are you okay what's wrong mm. or mm. sometimes they can't express it yet you know yeah I show you and so you get to know what they like don't like and then you, you work with that you know um but children children are fascinating because like <laughs> as a as a teacher yourself a practitioner working with the children you must notice that the weather changes the children they're nice. so in tune with nature on a windy day children are crazy I can't get it. So strange how a windy day. Oh my goodness. (laughs) They are off. You're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the sun. <laughs> Bring back the sun. Um, the other day it was cold in my classroom. Oh bless them. Oh, they they naturally gra- gravitated towards um where the heater was, but the heaters kind of sealed off behind a wall,
0: but mm-hmm. clearly
1: it was warm over there near the a book corner. So they all just sat there for the morning. Cozy. On, yeah, cozy Aww. and I gave them blankets and everything. Aww, and then in the in the afternoon. We got some heaters come in. So we asked for someone to send some in. And so it warmed up and they started jumping and shouting. And my little naughty boy, he was just off. I was just like, oh, no, can we make him cold again? <laughs> <laughs> Subdue him. <laughs> just, it's OK. Take the heater back. But children are very, you know, so in tune mm. with everything, with nature, with themselves. They they, they can't express it, like, mm. vocally um but yeah they are and it's for us to sometimes just take note of that we can learn so much from them you mm. know about ourselves um so yeah I I just kind of just feel the vibe of where we're at sometimes I'm doing a lesson it's not working because you know I don't know maybe I'm boring that day <laughs>
0: <laughs> you probably have those days like all of us
1: <laughs> and then I'll say okay do that, it's fine <laughs> let's move on um, and when they're they're angry and things like that, you know, it's having that time. Breathe, mm. breathe is the yeah. one I always yeah. say to them. Breathe, control your breathing. Mm. Take that deep breath in, let it out slow. Do it again. Mm. Deep mm. breath in, and let okay, mm. let it out yes. slow. And I I always say to them, if you can control your breathing, yes. you can control yourself. Yes, yeah. And I say that to them from a very young age. Definitely from three, from two even. Yeah. yeah say that to them and um it's a very quick strategy that can just just bring them back and just um hopefully yeah Not even hopefully if you control your breathing you control yourself it
0: does it does, it does. yeah so that's a you beautiful that technique
1: yeah it's the simplest one if they're angry you just you know and uh, just take a moment for your brain to just think straight again mm, <laughs> not react, yeah
0: not reacting yeah. I'm going to- no no just rejig kind of um get back in in line with how it's supposed to be and i love that that. Mm -hmm. yes you do you do and i think this is something that you're right if we learn it as two-year-olds if we learn it as Mm -hmm. toddlers by -hmm. the time we're adults and things are going a bit well hey if you Mm -hmm. tune in just get hold of your breathing everything just becomes a bit more rational it gives your brain a chance to just realign and just think okay that didn't work what's next yeah and that's a coping strategy um I love that when I when I utilize that with little ones I ask them to again we go back to visualization Mm. I ask them to think about a bunch of flowers and do a big inhale Mm. sniff the flowers fill up the tummy (laughs) okay now we're gonna blow the dust away Mm -hmm. and then just exhale and you know it's about that rhythm isn't it it's about creating that rhythm and just that in out in out just breathing and I think that um that kind of wellness technique that kind of psychological understanding mm-hmm. of where your body and your mind connect mm-hmm. um, is so important and I'm just not sure how these things can be like you say deeply implemented in schools for the future um because on a regular
1: is, um the thing is school can't work alone You know, as much as everyone wants school to do everything and, you know, it's a bit of a nanny state. The government always wants to tell everybody to do this and do that. And, um, you know, it it can do its part, but it'll be helpful if um, it's shared at home Mm, as well. mm, So it has mm. to be working in partnership with families. If you're able to work in partnership with the families and if it's a strategy that you feel maybe works with their child and their child's having certain issues at home, then as teachers, I suppose it would be for us to say to the parent, hey, um, I realise that, you know, whoever has um, got this uh, particular issue, they're not dealing with this so well, well, I tried this, this worked." You, maybe it will work for you as well and see. And if we could do that across the board and it's consistent in both places, then maybe it'll be something that will stick with them. So, mm.
0: yeah. It is. It's is, um, It's a group effort. It's a team effort. It takes a village. Well,
1: there you go. Exactly like yes. what I was thinking. It, it does. does. It really it does. does. And, it, and I think sometimes, um, yeah, we just need to have better communication with home, a better relationship with home. Um, yeah, just say that it's not us against them because mm. sometimes I feel, particularly with children that are struggling um, with their behaviour um, sometimes not all the time, sometimes you have really supportive parents that, you know they, they, we're working together sometimes it becomes an us against them or, uh, or mm-hmm. them against us kind of situation mm. um, and that's a shame that's a real shame because everybody wants the best thing for the child um, but I feel like maybe if you're constantly telling this parent negative things about their child and, you know, it would it would become frustrating and and, and so yeah, developing better relationships all around. Mm, How can we do that?
0: Let's think about this as both practitioners and parents. We want to be able to bridge that gap and better communicate with with schools, with practitioners, and also just, you know, have the child as the end, you know, the end goal inside. It's a unified end goal. We all want Mm. the, the best for the child, perhaps in different ways, but ultimately... Um, we need to be able to meet in the middle. So, what's a, what's a good way? What's a tip that we could use to strategize that?
1: <sighs> so, the first thing that comes to my mind is so airy fairy, but I suppose it's almost my um <laughs> my go to for everything. It all begins with love. <laughs> <laughs> airy fairy, <laughs> <laughs> airy fairy. Um, but no, seriously, I feel sometimes there are people in the roles that I don't they're in it for I don't know what reason but I don't Mm. feel the love can't be the love
0: can't be the money
1: I don't I don't know what it is they they want Mm. they just results based maybe they're trying to climb a ladder I don't know what it is but that Mm. that nurturing element that is so important with what we do which is the basis of what we do doesn't Mm. seem to be there and people pick up on that so um I have personally heard, and I've been teaching for a while, so you're not going to guess where I heard it. <laughs> no <one's gonna laughs> guess where I it. have personally heard things where, you know, it's like, oh, I can't wait. Um, I will do my best to keep that child out of my class. Oh. It's like, what? What shouldn't we do and be doing our best to make sure that he's in class? Now, mm. I get it. Sometimes they push you, they push you, they push you. <laughs> but it's the love you need to have the love if it was your child even though they push those buttons
0: you're Mm. not you're
1: gonna you're gonna want to try and bring them closer to try and you know
0: Mm. so um
1: in terms it's shame at the moment because obviously with the pandemic we can't open up schools like we could have in the past but I really feel like the school's the heart of the community Mm. and it's nice to be able to have that community feel like when you have um international evenings and things oh, like
0: that oh i love those things bringing
1: the parents into the classrooms um obviously these things can't work so i have to rethink my thinking in life i know but, you know when they came in when parents can come in and share um their their roles in society their jobs um and things like that or help out in the classroom when they're cooking um little things like that going on trips you get you do develop relationships with the parents in those instances cuz you get to spend a bit of time them. they see how you work you get to see how they are and you know and then yeah but yeah I'm gonna have to rethink now because we can't yeah.
0: do we can't do any of that for now for now
1: well but um again just having those little conversations when you do get to see them at the gate you know remembering to this particularly if it's a naughty child <laughs> a child is <laughs> having, a child that's having troubles at the time you know making sure that you find that good thing that they did could be the smallest thing but you're able mm. to tell the parent actually well actually today he did yeah today she did whatever mm. um and and you know um but yeah relationships are important because then like we say we can support the child and they know it's not uh they can't play us off yeah <laughs> and united <laughs> like uh we're on the same team yeah we're on the same team it's team you did you know that exactly yeah
0: I love that oh Nikki that was um that was wonderful yeah what a, what kind of um what kind of tips can we take away today from you what do you think we can do just we're on the cusp of returning to school monday oh. is the day and oh. children are waiting with bated breath they're probably not actually <laughs> it's the parents <laughs> waiting with bated breath at that nine o'clock whistle parents are bell counting bell. down <laughs> oh, dear. so what tips can you give for those children that are a little bit anxious um that are not quite on the same boat as yay it's school on Monday what <laughs> kind of tips can you give to encourage and just remind and that it's going to be a fantastic thing that teachers have got the best lineup of activities they and fun do. and games I'm on that sure Monday Tuesday They're
1: Wednesday not gonna, I'm sure I'm, 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 I'm hoping but I'm pretty sure that most schools as much as this we do want to try and get you back into routines and and you know have all of that um you know get you back into normal um Mm. way of life we want you to have fun we haven't seen you for so long Mm. we're so excited nursery we've been there the whole time but i've had some children that haven't been and two of them came back last week and i was so excited to see them we are waiting for you we want to play we want to party and you get to see your friends your friends are gonna be there yeah you you don't have to see them on a little screen anymore (laughs) a little chat you know or your teacher telling you you can't type in the chat because it's assembly assembly. (laughs) focus look at me (laughs) look at the screen (laughs) okay you'll get to actually see them in person it's Mm. going to be fine um you will have fun you know sometimes when things are and it's almost like new again it's almost like starting again
0: Mm. and
1: sometimes that can be scary but I always think think of when you've done it before Mm. there's many times when things have been new and I think you'll find most times it was okay yeah it wasn't as bad as you thought Mm. yeah so you're gonna have a great time it's, it's the
0: mind isn't it the mind again kind of oh playing mind. us off with you know mm. um it's events that aren't actually there and yeah. creating stories that aren't actually real the fear and just She's, making uh, you feel that's a whole other that's
1: a whole it's other
0: another topic. podcast isn't it <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a whole other one but yeah entirely entirely think positive try try your best to think of the good things remember the good things and remember that you can still have all of that and you will yeah.
0: Wonderful, Nikki Green, Mrs. Nikki Green. Thank you so much for joining thank us you,
1: today. Thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun. You know oh, how I love to
0: talk. <laughs> I know how you love to talk. <laughs> but it's been wonderful listening to you. Dropped so many nuggets, so many gems, and I hope that um, parents, practitioners, listeners, you've been able to take away so many um, drops of wisdom from our lovely guest, our first guest of our podcast not to be the last and I hope right. you come back again Mickey.
1: to the rest of this I am yes. excited for SWP and the podcast going forward it's a it's a really good work that you're doing here so um thank you thank you for having me as your first guest
0: it's been wonderful before you go <laughs> lovely guest please tell our listeners tell our <laughs> listeners where can they find you we need to know a little bit about young elites handles okay. and just about where you um spend your time when you're online
1: Online, you can see me. You'll see me on YouTube. Um, if you go to YouTube and you type in reading with Miss Nikki, you should find me. There are a few others, but it's me. Um, and my company is The Young Elites. Um, we also do online daily phonics. and We do uh, maths and literacy for um, children between the ages of 7 up to 13. So, yeah, Young Elites is what, who we are. You can find me on Instagram as well. That's a young elites or young underscore elites 2019. Yeah, got
0: it. And so you it. that's where you'll find <laughs> All right. So be sure to check out Nikki whenever you get the chance.
1: Like and
0: subscribe, um, and all of that. Yeah, like and, <laughs> and all the subscribe, and all of the bits and bobs. Everything. All of that, Do it bells all. and
1: stuff, whistles, <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Do the whole thing. Do oh, it yeah, all. all of it.
1: <laughs> thank um, you, Nikki. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Thank you very much.
0: Likewise. See you all soon. Then. So, we hope you enjoyed the show.
1: Please subscribe,
0: which will help others to find us more easily. Don't forget to check out our website and our Instagram page. Details are in the show notes. Bye for now.